welcome to Modern Anarchy, the podcast featuring real conversations with conscious objectors to the status quo. I'm your host, Nicole. On today's episode, we have artist and founder of the sex school, Anarela Martinez Madrid. Join us for a conversation all about living in the future of liberated sexuality. Together, we talk about the sex education you didn't receive in school, qualities to look for in a play partner, and navigating open relationships. Ooh, this is a incredibly juicy episode. Anarella opens up about her journey into BDSM, her dreams of an ideal play scene. There is just so much to learn here from her liberation. So I am extremely excited to release this fun episode. I hope y'all enjoy this tantalizing conversation. It is also a new month, and with that, the Modern Anarchy Patreon family will be supporting the National Network of Abortion Funds. This is how we can be loud and use our resources to bring about the change that we are talking about on this podcast and needing within our country. I just want to say thank you to all the Patreon members that are supporting this podcast. It takes a lot of work to make this every week, and so I couldn't do it without you. You uh, make this show happen, so thank you. And if you don't feel like you have the resources right now to support keeping the show free and available to everyone, that's okay. I understand. I see you, and I am happy that you are tuning in each week. I see all of y'all listeners that are waking up on Wednesday morning listening to this podcast, and it brings me so much joy. So I really appreciate all of you, whether you're supporting the podcast financially on Patreon or tuning in each week or sharing episodes with a friend. It all helps to spread the word and bring about the change that we are talking about on this podcast. So everyone, tune in. How are you? Hi, good morning. I'm good. I mean, okay, wait, so where are you? I'm in Berlin. Okay, so what time is it there? It's 5 p.m. right now. Oh, well, good afternoon. (laughs) Yeah, I just woke up. So this is my one day I got off to kind of like sleep in. Uh, and you have your cat there exactly yes this is fat cat she's getting comfortable she's finding yeah. her spot yeah mine is there oh a black cat oh yeah just like fat cat what's her name farton is that oh. a name from like typical from valencia it's like typical suite from from my countryside yeah cool. or for my city oh what a great name yeah she's mm-hmm. just gazing outside at the world exactly <laughs> i love that how are you doing I'm good. I'm a bit tired today. I had like a, a busy day. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm happy to be here. Chatting yeah. With you. I'm excited for this. I've been looking forward to this conversation. Do you have any questions before I start like rolling into the mm. conversation about the podcast? I like to hold a little bit of space at the beginning. No, actually not. I think uh, I was listening today to Lina's podcast. So I'm already in a good place. I know more or less cool. how it's going to be. So. For sure. Very good. Yeah, which is like no direction, right? So like we'll just see where we go. (laughs) Exactly. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So tell me then, you said you had a busy day. Do you want to start there? Like what is your day? Like what what do you do? Mm -hmm. So um, I'm the founder of Sex School. It's an an uncensored 
sex education uh, platform. So what I do basically right now is to run the company like behind the cameras at the office, like trying to find customers, trying mm. to sell our films and also trying to find sponsors, agro producers, because this year we want to produce the second season mm-hmm. with 12 beautiful, beautiful new episodes. Okay. But yeah, today actually my busy day was because I just rented to with a few friends a uh, garden with a house. Mm-hmm. So I went there this morning just to organize sure. everything to be ready to plant uh, on the weekend Aww. to have some nice veggies. <laughs> That'll be so fun. I think that's yes. one of my like goals once I have my own apartment with a, a garden that's like, mm-hmm. I will know I've made it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like for me, that's the... In between, you know, it's like, okay, now we have this house outside of the city, you know, exactly. with some friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so sweet. exciting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So then could you tell me more about the, did you say sex school? Sex school, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could you tell me more? What is that? So sex school is a web series where we talk about different topics related to sex, so sex education, mm-hmm. gender, sexuality, to normalize sex, no? Because it's still a taboo. But actually, what we don't really treat sex education in this basic uh, way that, for example, you do in schools, no, that is all about like, don't get pregnant, don't get an right. STI, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, what actually we do <clears throat> is to talk about the emotions or to mm-hmm. reconnect with yourself or... Like we don't base it in like what is tips and tricks because we don't believe that it's the good way to kiss or the good way to fuck someone. Right. It's more like how you connect with someone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, so far we have we have twelve episodes. From these twelve episodes, we have seven lectures where sure. we talk about like how to watch pornography with your partner, for example, yeah. or what is porn, and then where we are talking about ethical porn. We talk about squirting, the beginning mm-hmm. of BDSM, and mm-hmm. also what do we have there more? Like consent, sexual health, and sexualities. Awesome. Uh, so these ones are basically lectures that last like six minutes. And then we have like five explicit demos where we have the first part is a discussion between sex workers and porn performers and sex mm-hmm. educators where they talk about, about the topic, for example, threesome. So we talk about sexual health in threesomes, like yeah. safer sex, about like uh, if you get emotional or you get jealous, how to overcome mm-hmm. those feelings, um, mm. how to be safe there, you know, and, mm-hmm. and to understand each other's needs and desires. Yeah. And then the second part, actually, we see, no, actually everything where we have talked before, then you see it. And we try to do it as realistic as possible, right? We It's not just... <clears throat> When you watch porn, it's more about a performance. So here is, of course, kind of is a performance, but we lead it in a way that is more realistic. Sure. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. (laughs) We are very (laughs) happy about it. Yeah. The episode we have, there is threesomes, kissing, hookups, and pleasure mapping to different uh, Mm. versions of pleasure mapping. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, I love that distinction you brought out between like having tips and tricks on how to do better sex, right, versus acknowledging that a lot of it is a emotional connection with someone, even if that's just one time, right, one instance where you're sharing that space. There is so much of a connection between the two humans that happens 
that mm-hmm. I think it's important to talk about. Exactly. I mean, this is the most important thing, you know, like, like to talk about your boundaries, you no? Know? like many times people say, you know, but if you're in a hookah, you're not going to stop there, you know, and say, hey, I would like this or that. How I do, I, how I communicate with someone I just met is like, I don't know, just breathe in, breathe out, connect with yourself, mm-hmm. see what you are doing is good talk like you can be funny you can be less funny you can like you can do it in in different ways right yeah so that's what in in hookups is what we also try to to show there like this Mm -hmm. is there are many ways to talk although the performance the performance has so much chemistry (laughs) we told them like you cannot fuck before please don't do it we want the real experience please (laughs) and then it has so much chemistry you know and it's like wow (laughs) do you have any thoughts on what chemistry is or what causes it I keep wondering this question to personally actually it's a question I I have I, I ask myself many times, you know, yeah, like, right? Like, what is that? Because you feel it. It's, it's it's palpable. Hormones, right? Hormones, is? smell. I don't know. Like, <sighs> really, like you are the expert there. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, is it? Yeah, our hormones, our pheromones, but there's also such like an energy thing exactly. to it. I don't, I don't know how people bring themselves into a space, and sometimes you find someone that you immediately feel that with, and then you'll meet another person. I've been dating, so right, so I'm, I'm experiencing a lot of this. You'll meet someone <laughs> and immediately be like, no, like I just don't feel it. It's like, just not there. And then you meet a different person, it's and it just hits. I'm just exactly. so curious what that is. I have no answers. Actually, I have. I, I've been reading about it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what what we are saying: hormones, pheromones, and also is like this chemistry. Uh, one thing I read that I found I found pretty interesting was mm-hmm. that when you find this amazing chemistry, that when just these two bodies match, mm-hmm. means that you can re- have a very amazing reproduction. So, mm-hmm. but this is very based in a hetero. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, but it's like okay maybe you know for hetero, hetero uh, heterosexual people is that way but when you feel it with people with the, the same exactly then then it's like okay then i, I don't know what well, exactly is, you know <laughs> right because then the point isn't to reproduce right exactly. exactly so then that i know a lot of people take that like biological lens to it of like yeah they'd be you know good to reproduce babies and that's what it is but we thinking outside of that you know lens exactly like exactly. you said we know that there must be more to that especially because yeah not everyone's heterosexual so exactly. what is that chemistry <laughs> then Right. These are the things that are uh, difficult to study, right? Because they're intangible. They're not like something that you can just, you know, create a study from, you know, so they get trickier to like study these intangible things. But Mm -hmm. I'll keep asking the question. Maybe one day we'll get closer (laughs) to what it is or it will be better just a mystery. Who knows? Maybe some things are just better unknown. You know what I mean? Totally, you know, it's like it's super nice when you meet someone new. It's like mm, I'm feeling this exactly, you know? and then yeah. or sometimes you don't feel it, and afterwards it's like oh, wow, you know, like yeah, that was it. <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah, that like slow burn with someone. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. very fun. Yes, I'm curious too because did you grow up in Berlin? Mm-mm. No, okay. I'm I'm from Spain. Okay, interesting. I'm from Valencia, but okay. I moved to Berlin. 12 years ago okay okay I okay. moved here to work uh, at a gallery mm-hmm. uh, because I study arts and oh, cool. I organize like many <clears throat> festivals like actually my my work was more related to cultural management okay and yeah like I don't my my when I was study arts all my work was very related to 
to get into know your body, to mm. your sexuality. But I was not really aware that I was doing that, actually. You know, I was just like, oh, experimenting, you know, and doing performance and sure. this and video art and that. And, and also to try to, to heal, you know, from a trauma. Mm. and so my world was related to to sex like child abuse and everything like okay like just basically for me yeah. and then um I don't know I felt very comfortable afterwards like doing like cultural management organizing festivals also for like artists that could not really get to the big market of the art sure, um, yeah. because also it's not what I like in art mm -hmm. And then I, I I moved to Berlin and it's such, such a free city, you know, mm. or the mentality, like the freedom that I was able to reconnect or not to reconnect, maybe to connect, you know, to allow myself to be the sexual self that I wanted to be. And mm. in Spain, I couldn't because sometimes in Spain, I was like liking something, you know, and it's like, mm -hmm. uh, mm. like you don't have or I didn't know where to explore those things yeah. or or maybe you know I was hooking out with many people and then it's like oh, that is a lot it's like okay wow. it's not me right now you know like whatever you know so Jesus. and then I I moved here and I don't know I I just click with the city mm. you know the club suddenly going to a class and being seen everyone being so free in the sexually talking you know and me mm. being able just to move I don't know it was just yeah. I felt there was a place to be you know yeah and then I joined a, a kinky community here mm -hmm. so it's where I finally like I, I really say that's my place to be mm. <laughs> you know yeah and yeah and then I learned many many things you know and mm -hmm like like about consent boundaries things that you we think that maybe we have them mm -hmm. there but in in the kinky community actually you really have these talks you know about what you like what you don't like yeah definitely um, so mm -hmm. that's I don't know help me to to grow a lot as well to to be the person that I am right now I'm sure yeah there's so much growth in that journey especially mm -hmm. when you were talking about being in Spain and feeling like maybe you didn't really have this space to fully embrace your sexual self because the society around you was really mm -hmm. like hampering you and putting you down for that liberation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was funny. I mean, because actually all my friends, they are pretty open-minded there, you know, and actually I learn a lot from them. But yeah, you know, it's always this, I don't know, the Spanish character is a bit bitchy many times, you know, mm -hmm. like... But now it's very funny because every time I go to Spain, it's like, oh, you are in the future, Anarela, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You're in the future. <laughs> like, oh, no, you know. It's, it's like, I don't see the things that way anymore, you know? <laughs> no, that's true, though. I really resonate with that. Like, you're in the sexual future. You've, like, crossed a few boundaries to reach this liberation. You normalize things, you know, like. I think for me, I, I normalize so many things right now that sometimes it's like, that's what I'm talking right now is exactly. okay. No, I know, no, I know. <laughs> I feel that too. I'm crossing the boundary of that person, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 exactly. We start off, we're like, yeah, so threesomes, consent, talking about all the okay. things that like, yeah, to some other people would be like, wow, they're talking about that. And to us, it's just like it's our like normal. 
totally you know mm-hmm. for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm gonna go to this play party you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and have a good time what is that play party like okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> exactly exactly yeah it's like a whole different almost like language and experience a lot of it seems to be underground right and that's why i love having a space like this on the podcast where we can talk about it and then share mm-hmm. it with everybody so they can hear about like this you know exactly. sexual future that you're living in the liberation Yay! yeah <laughs> Could you tell me a little bit about, you said that when you came to Berlin, people were so free. You used that word yeah. freedom. Could you tell me maybe a little bit, paint that picture for me? What was that big difference? The first picture, you know, I, I have this memory. The first time mm-hmm. I, I I was here for two weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I, I came here because a friend of mine was here in Berlin. And then he's like, ah, Nayla, let's go to this bar that a friend is DJing. Like, okay, let's go. Yeah, why not? And then suddenly I met uh, some friends. I met some people there uh, that mm-hmm. they are right now, like really good friends of mine. Like, hey, we are going to Panorama to Berkheim. It's like, oh, what is that? You know, and like, ah, oh, it's a super nice club. Just join it. Like, okay. Yeah. And then when I entered there, it was like, wow. You know, first the, the, the place is amazing. You know, yeah. it's like beautiful. The sound is incredible. But then you start seeing like people in leather, like half naked yeah. people. Then I start just going like, wow, that's super cool. I start like just going like, oh, this is a dark room. Okay. And this and that. And then yeah. people fuck here and there. And you know, and I was like, aha, I'm happy <laughs> here. <you know? laughs> Okay, so immediately it felt right because I have a feeling that like I know I have a lot of like liberal ideas, but I'm sure the first time I'd go into a scene like that, my jaw would be dropped and I'd probably just be like wide open eyed at everything. Yeah, I, I was like that. Okay, was like yeah. ah, but like, like feeling, what? You know, this feeling great. warm. I'm happy. You know, yeah. like ah, wow. It's time for a hookup. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you do anything on that first time, or did you just observe? Yeah, I did. Oh, no, I did. did. Do yeah. I get to hear the story? <laughs> it was actually with a with a friend, and they were like we were going to the bathroom. It's like you are not gonna come with me. Like of course. Ooh. <laughs> you know? Then we had some lovely oral time there. Mm. So it was, was very funny. Very fun. Very fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it seems like such a difference from what you were talking about earlier. I mean, you walk into a space where everyone's free, you know, and I think even to some people who might not know like wearing leather right is a sign of like the bdsm culture exactly. and other, yeah could you say more on like anything of what you were seeing that sort of things queuing into people who've a lot of people have never been in a space like that to even know totally. what that looks like <laughs> yeah totally um i mean berlin most of the clubs are sex positive uh oh, wow. but for example uh Berham is a well-known more like for the the good techno culture they have yeah. and also like the gay community more the beers or like more bdsm or mm-hmm. like leather fetish sure um people uh, actually everyone that goes there sort of wears black but um like i don't know <laughs> like you go to kitkat for example and it's also it's a fantasy place let's say mm-hmm. like every friday and saturday they have this, this bizarre party and also you go there as you want you know like the first time i went there Oh, no, sorry. The first time I don't remember what I was wearing. Maybe nothing. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> because maybe I was Fine. not well prepared. But the second yeah. time I remember, I, I, I made myself like super sexy just with um, 
like underwear with feathers and like oh, I don't know the name these uh things that cover your oh, nipples oh uh, pasties right yeah exactly Nipple that pasties yeah I think so yeah and then you know and I was wearing like like high Tassels. heels in black in this and uh and I was giving an impression that I was like super hardcore on onto like sex and yeah. and I know it was not like that you know my, I was more into hey I just want to have fun be here with my friends see everything around you know but I was not going into mm, I want to to fuck and I want yeah, to yeah, play yeah. hard you know, uh-huh. because I was not really into BDSM and I I was into BDSM but I didn't know so well BDSM Ooh. So, and then I had a few moments that people were coming to me and I was like, I don't know, like super shy, like, hey. <laughs> no, no. and then I learned, you know, then I changed my clothes because I had a second outfit and it was more like enough, more, more like a little girl, you know, <laughs> more, more like a, I'm naive here, please. Oh, so yeah. Come to talk to me kind. <laughs> <laughs> so now one of the things I learned, you know, like every time you go to, to a sex positive club is you don't know where you're getting into. You need to be yourself, you know, you need to know what mm-hmm. you want, what you are mm-hmm. looking for, because if you are wearing something that is not you in that moment, like you don't know what can happen and you can be you can feel very uncomfortable for me i'm i think i'm a pretty strong person and i'm pretty yeah. open you know right <laughs> i know hi <laughs> but um but if you are a i don't know if you are shy or yeah. like you're so confident maybe you know like you really need to be careful like uh, what to wear or what to sure. do but those places is this you can find anything there you mm-hmm. know like really anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting because like this is a public space too. And so it's kind of common in Berlin then. I'm, I guess this is a question. Is it common in Berlin to have clubs that have dancing and play spaces together? Some places like okay. Kitkat and Berham, the ones I was mentioned, yes. Yeah. And then there are different parties or festivals like the Store sure. Festival. Okay. Um, that actually I'm going to give a workshop there this summer. Fun, fun. Um, these are like the places where you know that you can go learn and like the festival you can go learn and play and then sure. Kat, you know that you can go have fun you can dance or you can in- enter into a scene you know or sure. like, anything can happen yeah so you can have people there for, you can see people there that you see they are experts then you can see the beginners you see people that just want to be there or mm-hmm. the that they are like oh that's amazing yeah voyeuristic <laughs> little fun Ah, that's, that's beautiful awesome. as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm I think America has a long ways to go to get to that level of space and freedom. But there are places places there, I think, right? No? Yeah. Yeah, there are some. There I don't some. know of like big festivals. I mean, there they might exist too, and I'm just not aware of them as much, you know, as I continue to dive into the culture, I'll get to know more, right? It seems like not a lot of this stuff is always just like freely available for good reason. I mean, within America, there's a lot of laws and there are, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. I would just, I think it's curious to take time to like reflect on the differences in our cultural locations because it is a different like environment, you know, of expectations laws and other things that creates a different space to explore your sexuality Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I'm curious too when we were talking and you said that 
you okay so you wore the nipple pasties you're in the outfit with the feathers on the underwear you have that moment where you're putting it off uh you're super into sex but you're nervous right Mm -hmm. and you said that you were not sure currently at that time not aware that you were into bdsm Mm -hmm. but now you know you are yeah exactly Uh um i knew i tell you Mm -hmm. so i i always knew that I was not interested into normative practices, you know? Okay, yeah. But it's what I say. I didn't have the space or the people to mm-hmm. to discover those things. Mm-hmm. So, for example, it's what I said. I came to Berlin and then I started seeing things. So, actually, in one point, I was like, okay, that, what is happening here? And I was saying, okay, I'm liking this, you mm. know? So, uh, then I started connecting with the with with some people here in Berlin and I attend the festival explore and there is a is a space to to learn about non-normative practices like uh, for example like candle play or flogger mm-hmm. play or mm-hmm. like impact play no? or and also it's a place for consent or it's a place for like many things so the first year I went there you know is when I have finally when I have finally the opportunity to, to play or, and to get to know and to learn things. Sure. But before that, I've been attending these parties, you know, and always like was asking people, like, ah, mm-hmm. what is this and that? But I haven't found a partner that wanted to play with me that way, you know? Sure. Because that's important. Like for, right now, like I wouldn't play with someone that is not a person I trust. Yes. Or a, a person, when I see this person play and I say, okay, I want to play because I know what this person is doing, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because when you play with someone that doesn't know, like, you can be hurt, you know, like, in be the same, it's never a safe, real scene, you know, it's more as, sure. you know, how to play safer, but shit can happen, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you really need to know your yourself, your boundaries, uh, and that, those things are changing also most of the time, you know, it depends yes. the mo- how you are feeling, if you are stressed or not, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's that like I I know that I'm all I was always pretty interested in other things, but I didn't know the possibilities. Sure, sure. So now I I know them. <laughs> yeah. So how did you know that you were always interested in more? So like, uh-huh. you were having you know I don't, I don't mm-hmm. sex that was you know vanilla. I don't know whatever words. We yeah, exactly. Use. Vanilla is good. Yeah. Uh because uh, I remember my first like maybe not my first partner but almost one of my first partners you know I, I was more into ah that like mm. they hurt me a bit like bite me you know like yeah like hit me you know like mm-hmm. or for example like one day I was having dinner with a friend and we were getting a bit tipsy and then I saw a bottle you know and was like mm, this bottle is very sexy you know and he's mm. like and I told my friend like what the fuck what are you saying he's like okay <laughs> that's not normal you know like the bottle is sexy I don't know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so then now for example I feel very attracted to to glass toys you know so it's like sure so I I am not attracted to I find them very sexy you know to play with Mm -hmm. like glass toys for example sure why not right (laughs) seeing the beauty in it and the potential play and eroticism of it Mm. yes so and also like with my artwork, you know, I had a, a photography work. I don't know how old I was, like 22, I don't know. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was photographing some friends and then interviewing this 
these paints with uh, watercolors, mm -hmm. you know. And then, for example, I, I, one of the woman in the picture, I put it full of pee, for example, another mm -hmm. one full of uh, blood, you know. And I was finding those things very arousal as well, yeah. like very sexy and sensual and everything. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of like, okay, like you you are into many things, you know, just that you don't know yet because you don't have a proper place, you know, to to discover those things yes you know? yes yes and exactly and at that time when you were feeling those like I'm sure there might have been a little bit of like hesitancy like am I weird to be liking these things right if you didn't the have the space I didn't have it because it's what I say I tend to normalize things hell yeah that's good <laughs> this is good this is what we want right this is our goal is that like yeah all of this is great yeah, exactly but then when I say it loud then it's like uh Anarela, that's not normal like I know right okay I like it anyways well that's a good that's a that's a big strength right to know yourself well enough to be like I know other people might not under understand this but to me it's sexy yeah but you know what's kind of confusing not in a bad way but it was like okay mm, you know, I, I never felt bad about it, you know, sure. but I was like, okay, uh, so yes, what, yeah. how do we move, move from here, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where, is... where do I learn more? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I think that makes a lot of sense. I'm sure there's a lot of people who have things like that, that they see in life that they might be attracted to or interested to learn more. But without that container space, it can be hard to really exactly. figure that out so I, I'm curious so yeah you, now you start going into the kink space and then you mentioned that you want to have a partner that you trust I would like to ask like what do okay. you look for in a partner that allows you to feel safe to trust them um big question in terms of playing yeah um okay uh it's a person that for example that I can communicate properly okay mm, that I'm that we both are understand the nose you know and basically it's a person that I know that that has I don't know if it's always experience you know but uh, normally what I do first is to see how this person plays you know okay. before I I play with the person no actually not always but I mean most of the times yes mm -hmm. but then like sometimes it's, it's this you know you you talk you know and you express like what are your desires you No, know, I, I had a play partner a few years ago that we didn't know each other, but was uh, like we met for a coffee. Like we didn't know what it would be. It was, I didn't know if he was even in the kinky yeah. uh, scene. Nothing, you know. Like we met through an app, uh -huh. and then yeah, uh, yeah, the, yeah. I did remember it. You remember it? I love, <laughs> I love the look on your face. <laughs> yeah, tell uh, yeah. me the full story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to a park, you know, and then we were chatting and this and and. I saw that he was pretty open and he was like, ah, what have you done lately? Like, ah, I just shot a porn film. Huh. Me as a performer. Uh, and I was um, like playing with fruit because I'm a fruit fetishist person. Okay. And I'm open at here, like <laughs> everything. <laughs> yes. I'm an exhibitionist, looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I told him that like, yeah, I'm into like fruit. So I, I, I made this this film with Poppy Sanchez as a director and Parker Marx as my, my co-performer. And I, because it was my fantasy, you know, and I, yeah. I couldn't play with like this with anyone. And he was a professional, you know, like he's a porn performer that I saw him performing. And he's like, yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. I made a film with him. So I told this guy, he's like, mm, I really would like to watch the film. Like, okay, let's go to your place. 
<laughs> so our date was like we are in a bar, like drinking a little bit of wine. Into let's go to your place to watch me fuck another person. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is so fun! And then like we were watching the film, and then like we just start playing, and it was super nice the relationship I had with this dude because we never had penetration, you know. But okay, we were yeah. like doing many other things, you know, and like going kind of hard in other moments, like like taking his scrotum, like moving it, and this I don't know, like sure. like we when I wanted to fist him, you know, it was just yeah. like so with this person we haven't played before, you know, uh-huh. but it was just like okay, like it was yeah, easy. like we connect because uh, when we were talking, like he was very sensitive, you know, mm-hmm. he was listening, I was listening to him, so sometimes you just feel it. And, mm-hmm. and and I think also we talk like okay if it's a noise and not like everything was pretty clear you know so right exactly so yeah. in that moment of sitting with him and the ability to listen and back and forth you kind of felt that safety yeah. and that exactly. trust exactly but when I'm playing for example like knife play or I don't know impact play or other things like okay knife play is like people like playing with a knife like uh-huh. n- never like how do you say like stabbing no sure, like, with, yeah. like more sensible uh-huh. like careful you know but the um or uh, with candles or or impact play no mm-hmm. then i normally do it with people i know or like professionals uh Sure. Sure. And I think that makes a lot of sense to have different, you know, boundaries depending on the play that you're doing with someone and have different, you know, levels of trust that are needed to be able to Mm -hmm. engage in those different ones freely so that you can enjoy the moment fully, right? Totally. Because in BDSM, like, you are also very vulnerable there. Yes. When you are in the submissive, I mean, even in the dom, dom, now in the top, also you can be very submissive, uh, very vulnerable. But mm-hmm. when you are receiving, you are completely open. You expose yourself, you know, like anything, mm-hmm. like your emotions can go whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like they can go, like you can start crying suddenly because like you are having a bad week, uh, a bad week you know, or right. you're, I don't know. Like many times I, I like to have a BDSM scene when I'm, I feel lost, you know, because then it helps me really to reconnect with myself. Mm, in your body. Yeah. And exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think that if you're not that open, I think this is where language gets tricky. How do we describe this stuff? When you're in a sexual encounter, a play scene, that ability to be so open to whatever comes up is how you actually enjoy the moment and the pleasure of the moment. Because if you're too focused on, you know, an outcome or other things, your your head's in a different location. You kind of have to sit back and really exactly what you said, be open to everything, mm-hmm. which may be ultimate pleasure and it might be an overwhelming sense of emotions from your week and it it really takes that openness I think to enjoy the moment (laughs) exactly yeah totally yeah Mm. and part of I mean in my opinion I'm curious what you think part of the ability to reach that state is exactly what you mentioned first trust Mm -hmm. trust openness and mostly like to know yourself yeah that's (laughs) That's a hard one yeah, but it's also it's how you learn a bit. Like for me, I mean, I, I now I'm of course I'm talking about my experience. You know, I'm I have to say like I don't have that much boundaries because I know when to say no. 
right? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, that's been too much. Or that is like, can, can we change it that direction? Mm-hmm. But it took me time to learn that, you know? Like, so at the beginning, mm-hmm. I was like, uh, no, I, don't, I think I don't have boundaries because I don't know actually my limits. So I want yeah, to play. Wow. And then okay. I was like, oh, okay, that was too much. You know, then I talked about it afterwards. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you know when you had like crossed that line for you internally so that you knew? Ah, because later I didn't feel good. Mm. Emotionally, I was not feeling good. I was like, okay, that's... Yeah. Nah, that's not cool, you know? Or mm-hmm. like, for example, I, I be, like normally I like it a lot to be um, slapped in my face. Mm-hmm. But now it's a no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, yeah. You know, it's, and I, I went from I love it till no one touch my face unless I'm asking for it you know? sure sure mm-hmm. I, the thing is like many people think that I can take a lot of pain that is true you know but the when you are playing you cannot go hardcore from the beginning mm. you need to build a scene you need to create a story yeah. you know you need to want this person to be playing with you for an hour or two hours you know if you start playing like hardcore you know like I I mean, my top level of pain, like super fast Mm -hmm. and then none of us has fun, you know? So I had like two play partners that they were like, yeah, but you can take it. Like, I know I can take it, you know, but um, we are going to stop playing now, you know? Mm -hmm. So one of the times, like he was with his partner and me, then the partner was taking me. Like, I don't know, that from behind, like my hands and then he was slapping me like super hard. And I had to say red after like, I don't know two minutes you know and then my my face was like super (laughs) big you know and I was in the middle of the play party like okay people like I spaced out like wow that was not cool I'm happy I said that you know Mm. I needed to talk with him afterwards you know like hey that's not cool and how did that conversation go I'm sure that was tough very good it went well good very good yeah Yeah. that's a good thing I mean yes I I knew also I could talk with this person he was like I'm sorry because I know that you are this like yeah man but was was very good yeah Yeah, that he was receptive to that feedback exactly exactly and I think that's important for a play partner as well (laughs) hundred percent right that is so important and I love that you had that moment to be able to communicate with this person this partner and express where you were coming from and what was going on for you Mm -hmm. yeah yeah exactly no and also another time I was playing with another friend and like we were like having a like a with also uh, his partner Mm -hmm. and in one moment I, I really slapped him in the back like hard you know like after like many time playing and when sure. we finished the, the the scene he came to me like ah oh, Narela you know like next time we play never in my back you know mm. because it's like a trauma okay like thank yeah. you I didn't know you know I, and for me I felt like very bad it's like oh my god I crossed his boundary but yeah. I didn't know the boundary neither you know so it's exactly. also sometimes you learn by doing Mm-hmm, definitely. And I, I love that you acknowledge that I felt bad and I felt uncomfortable, right? I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, and also knowing that, yeah, you didn't know that boundary at the time. And now that you have that information, you can act differently in the future and not like sit in that space of guilt. But it totally makes <laughs> exactly right. But it totally makes sense. And I love this this open communication, right? And especially what you talked about earlier of, you know, hitting my face being something that you loved at one point to now being something that only is okay when people, when you tell them it's okay, 
right? And like that fluidity over time, I think the way that you do that properly is through constant communication, checking in with one another. We're like, yeah, that was a really great scene. That crossed a boundary. Next time we'll change, right? And that's what is needed. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's why is one. That is one of the reasons was like we need to do sex school, you know. Yes. Because <laughs> I've been learning so much, you know, and and also talking about relationships and non-monogamy as like. I know. It's, it's, there's so many things, you know. Like we all need to talk loud and without any taboo because we need to be human beings, please. <laughs> <With> I- that- <laughs> Exactly. Right. And then, you know, me going down the psychology field, it's like part of the human experience is also pleasure. Right. Mm -hmm. And like we we talk about a lot of like mental health problems, but also on that big spectrum is enjoying life. And one of those beautiful things being sex. And so, yeah, I think it's so important to create resources, educational information so that people can learn how to access this level of enjoyment that's available to everybody in their bodies. Mm Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a problem that we are like all of us working in this in this sector, no, in the field. It's super complicated to yes, yes. reach anyone, you know, we are censored all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shadow exactly. ban, we cannot make any advertisement. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. very difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it's unprofessional and it's 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 exactly. difficult, right? And I think that's why it's important to honor and take time to say like thank you for the people that are in this space and doing this work because it isn't easy, right? Yes. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to both of us, right? We'll keep going on fighting Please. the good fight for pleasure. Um I loved when you were talking earlier about um, BDSM and talking about the fact that you need to build a story, build a scene. Mm-hmm. Could you tell me maybe like what's your ideal if you were to paint a picture of a great scene, creating that energy? I cannot choose one. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, right now, like it's how I feel right now. Mm-hmm. No, like I can tell you in this exact moment, but sure, I'm with maybe you. tomorrow can be different. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel I feel a bit soft. That, that's the way I will start. <laughs> I like this. Yes. Okay. Step one: check in with ourselves. You know, it's like how do I feel? So it's like okay, okay. I have a headache since two weeks. You know, I yeah. feel a bit overwhelmed. Uh-huh. I feel soft, but with power. I need to be ground. So I will. I will ask. A strong massage in my feet to start there, for example. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm feeling it. I want to call my friend now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting you ready for your evening. You know, like we're just prepping. You've got lots of time. It's 5 p.m. There. <laughs> in Barcelona. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> no, um, no, but I will kind of have a massage, but then having like pressure in like this pressure point like um yeah. like with a bit of pain you know mm-hmm. and a bit of spunk in different parts of my body yeah. and so like would be nice in one moment to blindfold me and have some kind of sounds you know mm-hmm. to play with the smell I then give me some aftercare like love me a lot but suddenly like give me like a surprise uh, with a spanking or a yeah. like, flogger yeah or Yeah, but I will start for sure with my feet. (laughs) Mm. And I love that you ask for that too. Like, I want a massage in my feet. 
Yeah, I can do that, no? <laughs> yeah, you, hell yeah, you can. But I know a lot of people, and even myself included, that might be like, who are you to ask for something like that? You know what I mean? But I, exactly, your face. Myself. <laughs> hell, yeah, hell yes. This is the, the, what we want, right? That like, yeah, this is what I want in my body and what would feel good for me. Exactly. You know, like you are going to give me a session, right? Mm -hmm. Like one thing, I mean, because many times like people get confused with like, I'm dominating. So I do whatever I want to do. It's like, I'm no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. You know, I dominate, but I'm going to give you things that I know you like. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm being submissive, but also I can be very dominate. I can dominate you by telling you what yeah. I want, you know, like yeah. it's always a role game, a domination, a power dynamic. Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. And I think giving, right. You can get so much pleasure through giving, which is exactly. what your, your play partner would be doing in that, right. Is, is giving you that pleasure that you are asking for. And I think it's so great that you have such a deep connection with yourself that you're able to check in with this exact moment and feel what you would want to receive. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Otherwise, I mean, of course, sometimes it's the, the surprise factor there, right? Like, sure, yeah. you feel that way and then something happens, uh, yeah. something happens you know, like, sometimes I'm just like, mm, and then someone starts playing with me and then you end up like having a scene as well, mm -hmm. you know, like, why not, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's what I say, it's very important to to get to know yourself and yeah. to check in all the time. Like a lot of friends tell me that I can be a bit annoying because I'm always <laughs> like, how are you? And this, let's talk about it. You know, <laughs> like that happened. Can we talk about it? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, can we just pass it? Like, uh, no. Exactly. <laughs> it's nice if we talk and we confront our negative feelings here, you know, instead of mm -hmm. just keeping them like my, my partner, my, my lover. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, because I'm in a relationship. Mm -hmm. um with a male person mm -hmm. but i we don't have bdsm together so okay. i we yeah. are open to bdsm i'm open to bdsm with other people because he's not into that sure so i'm very grateful that he he understands me there mm -hmm. but uh, what i yeah, wanted to say about my partner i don't know i got lost sorry <laughs> no it's okay <laughs> If you'd be willing to, I'd love to hear more about that dynamic with your partner and mm -hmm. the openness of your relationship. Yeah, of course. When we started dating four years ago, I told him this, you know, that I, I don't, I am not into monogamia. Yeah. And he was like, okay, cool. He always accepted my job, like very good because other people I date before, they were like, oh, so if we are together for a year, you know, are you going to quit? Uh, Porn is like actually I'm not such a porn performer. I just perform like three times in my life, you know. It's like right now what I'm doing is this a school of sex, you know, to educate mm -hmm. people. Like yeah, but you know, like you are gonna see naked people and this and that, and yeah. you are gonna be creating this. And it's like oh. so people are very threatened by this, and also mm -hmm. ah, but then are you gonna quit also playing with people? It's like are you gonna give it? It's like no, actually no. Mm. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop that. Yeah. So my partner really accept me. Uh, very well with this and even he tries sometimes to play you know but uh many times like hey i'm i need this so i'm gonna meet this person like for me it's very important that he knows <laughs> my play partners you know with who uh -huh. i'm playing with and always after i meet with someone i i reconnect with him you know like mm -hmm. sometimes it's like just after the scene 
with the person or sometimes it's the day after you know for yeah. me it's very important because for many people they, they believe that as uh, for example with my play partner uh, with my play partners I don't have genitalia I don't have penetration okay so genitalia can be just symbolic in terms of like uh hit it or some things like that you know mm -hmm. but I don't have penetration because I, I don't feel it right now okay necessary for me yeah I don't know how the future is gonna be but anyways the the exchange the connection you do with the person you are playing is is huge you know like for me it's sometimes I think like people think that because I don't have genitalia with people I it's not so bad you know or it's mm. not so um, reconnecting I don't know how to intimate it, you know? intimate yeah yeah and actually it's, for me it's way more intimate you know mm. because I'm really you know sometimes it's like I'm begging people like because, I don't know I have a knife here in my in my throat or something yeah <laughs> a hundred percent yes yes you know, uh, so it's very intimate and for me it's very important like to reconnect to check on him like hey you know this do you want to know what I have done it's like no mm -hmm. no tell me was fun for you yes no so mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. very good and I feel and I feel very grateful for that yeah to have that partnership I'm sure you had mentioned that to a lot of people it's almost like your identity and your passions and your interest and your liberation and freedom scared a lot of people yeah. <laughs> to get close and build a partnership with you. And that that's really mm. tough. Yeah. 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 A long time ago, I had the feeling that people just wanted to have this the trip with Anarela, you know, mm. like having little vacations with Anarela. Like I'm three mm. months here, I'm enjoying and discovering this, but then, you know, I'm going to have the relationship with this person that I don't feel threatened by. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like there might not be that person that wanted to settle. I don't know. I don't like the word settle down. I don't like mm. that. So I guess um, like build a deep long-term relationship with you. Yeah, because it's this, you know, is how I gonna be with such a crazy person, you know? Yeah, like that's yeah. those things and this it's super fun to experiment. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, I don't want to introduce you to my family. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like how could I introduce you to my mother and tell her what you do? Yeah. Yeah. And like my parents know what I do. I mean, besides that uh, I have performed in some films that's sure. the only thing they don't know. Sure. If they know, I will talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that reaction. If they know, they know. Ah. I mean, I, I know they will be sad, you know. I don't know. <laughs> they come I from mean, a they different time. Be, exactly. You yeah. know what? I mean, I'm old enough. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they know that I'm in the sex positive thing, that I get workshops, that I like BDSM, yeah. for example, that I, I they know yeah. all of that. So, As and they I should. Them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they are like, Anarela, please, it's not necessary to share that with us. Like, okay. <laughs> well, I think there's a difference too between being like, this is what I do and this is what I teach and this is what I'm passionate about and being like, mom, let me tell you about this experience that happened and getting into the nitty gritty, right? Like we yeah, should be able yeah. to stand tall on exactly what you're doing because what you're doing is great and needed mm -hmm. and should be able to be freely shared with others within, you know, a reasonable context. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's what I think. Let's hope everyone. <laughs> I am there. all for it. I am with you. And I'm so, so happy that you've been able to build this partnership with someone who supports you. 
mm. in all yes. of your exploration of yourself. Yeah, and these ones, yes. Yeah. <laughs> of course, like relationships are at top. Yes, they <laughs> are. They are. Oh my God, they they so are. I continue to study them and I feel like I know nothing. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's just yeah. it's so complicated. It's so many different variables. So I'll keep keep looking for answers. <laughs> yeah, and even though you study relationships, then you leave it. And it's com- it's like, yeah, I know I have to do this, but right now I don't want to do that. Exactly, <laughs> you know? exactly, exactly, exactly. But I mean, I think I'm so in awe of your liberation and the way that you stand tall in what you like and the many facets that you've explored. I mean, you brought up the fruit fetish, the knife, so many different <laughs> things that like, I'm just so like, Yes, like fuck yes. And the fact that you went on that date and went back to go watch your own <laughs> porn with that person, I mean, that is amazing. That is such a strong, badass thing. Yeah, I was proud. Yeah, you fucking should be, dude. How amazing. Yeah, like you yeah. want to watch my porn? Like, sure. Yeah. Let's watch go. it. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I think that's amazing. I'm all yeah. for it. I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah, you can do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, maybe one day. Yeah. I want to hold a little bit of space as we come towards the end of our time. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you felt like you really wanted to say today that maybe we just didn't hit or I didn't talk about? Well, I don't know. I know, no, I know. <laughs> I right? Where, where have we gone? <laughs> I was just saying everything. I, I just opened myself. I Because I'm actually I wanted you. to focus more in like, ah, sex school is that and that. And I was just talking about my fetishes and my fantasies. So. No, but it's great. It's great. <laughs> yeah. That's what you. I love to do. I love to just like peek into your world and learn about mm. you and the, all the wisdom that you have from your experience. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah, no, I um, I just would like people to like to check out Sex School, like yeah. www.sexschoolhub.com mm-hmm. because everything what I have learned, you know, through doing, I would have wish also to have a platform, a sex school or like different ethical porn or like yeah. a lot of sexo- sexual educators up there, you know, when mm-hmm. I was getting to know my sexual self. So sex school is, is part of this discovery, like discovering my sexual life or like sexual life of the whole team, you know. So I think it's a very good uh, place to start if you feel lost in your in your life. A hundred percent. And if you want the liberation that you have, sex school sounds like a great place to start Yay. that journey. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, then I have one question that I ask everyone on the podcast. And that is, what is one thing that you wish other people knew was more normal? Was more normal. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't said a lot already, right? I know, no, I know, I know, right? Like this whole show, I always ask this question. It's like, everything I said for the last hour should be normal. It's pretty what I have said. Um, I actually, yeah. to normalize, to, to be able to talk about sex normally, you know? Just yeah. that, because yes. we still don't talk it. Of course, like when you get into your f- girlfriends, your boyfriends, whatever, yeah, we talk about it. Mm-hmm. But you see, like, for example, many people, they don't talk about sex in their own relationships, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I have people talking to me like, ah, but, you know, that's happening in me with my partner. Like, did you talk to him? Did you talk to her? No, how am I going to do that? Like, just open your mouth, like, express yeah. yourself, you know, like, just... Talk with your partner about this. Talk with your friend. Like if you're in a cafe and you're talking about your 
about sex, don't start like, shh, exactly. I hear you. No, man. Like, mm-hmm. Open up, be loud. Sex is mm-hmm. normal. Get to know yourself. And then a better world will come, you know? Yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's always been so fascinating to me that we can talk about other forms of pleasure, right? Like I'll, I'll, I had a great dinner. It was so tasty. I could just like yeah. feel it on my mouth. And we can talk about that pleasure and really enjoy that. But yeah, the second if I were to say, oh my God, I had a great orgasm with my partner last night and it was exactly. so amazing. And we communicated or, you know, that gets, shh, don't say that, right? And I, Yeah. Exactly. I don't get it. <laughs> exactly. I think that's that's years of social conditioning, religion, page, you know, whatever sort of things we want to say it is. And I think I hope the future we're seeing that we can have conversations about pleasure that are still respectful of boundaries, you know, and the appropriateness of having these conversations with adults, you know, away from children and other sorts of things like that, <laughs> or understanding the context of how to have those conversations um, in different spaces. I mean, I think that's the future and I think that's part of the anarchy, right? Of like bringing out pleasure and acknowledging pleasure and normalizing pleasure in all of its forms. Mm -hmm. Yes, you're doing a great job there. Thank you. (laughs) And it's mostly people like you coming on the show, right? And all like Lena and Z and the long line of people that it comes from and whoever you're going to nominate for the podcast and keep it going. (laughs) So it's also you and the energy that you're bringing into this space as well. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's lovely. Yeah. yeah. Is there anywhere that you'd like to plug? I know you mentioned sex school. Is there any other links that you'd like to plug for anyone who's listening to find out more about your work? Right now I'm focused on sex school. Okay. So yep. I would like people to check us. Like we are on Instagram uh, on Instagram and Twitter as well mm-hmm. and Facebook. But if you go to sex school, you will see also I no sorry, if you go to Instagram, you can you have the link tree where you can go to the website and to the Twitter. Great, 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 so. great. It was such a pleasure to have you on the podcast and get to learn about your liberation. I'm just yeah, you're a badass. <laughs> yeah. If you enjoyed today's episode, then leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you're a part of the anarchist community, then follow us on Instagram or nominate a guest for the show by sending in a letter to modernanarchypodcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, I'll see you next week. <laughs>